Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. We have reached episode 71 of the Rick Anderson Podcast, the greatest of all podcasts, the GOAP. And we are here with the competition, folks. No. <laughs> um, no. We got Jason Burke from the Lockdown A's podcast and is inside the A's uh, writing. The man covers the A's like few do in this world. <laughs> and uh, uh, I'm your host, Alex Espinosa, with my co-host, Hal Gordon. I know. <laughs> we're here with Jason uh jason what's going on man uh there's a lot of stuff going on at, at the current moment you know as we record this yeah. uh, for the record jason burke um thank you <laughs> uh, <laughs> god that that it's been a week since that and i have not gotten that out of my it's head so crazy. Uh, that was a long six hour meeting that uh i think we all sat through that was that was rough. oh my god yeah yeah i did uh, not no, sit, for, i did not sit through that but i, I heard about it <laughs> I, I was at the game in the press box and i was just watching that through pretty brazil's uh youtube stream i was just like, <laughs> listening to that while watching the game and keeping score and doing all that stuff it, that's great fun day visual, fun yeah. day <laughs> but we should uh, but we yeah. should uh we should mention right here that uh that we are recording this at 3 p.m on uh on monday june 5th so fluid situation uh, we might learn more about the a's going to las vegas so um, you know, if nothing happens tonight, then enjoy this podcast. Uh, if uh, something happens tonight and you listen to this podcast after that, well, we didn't know that. So. It's by midnight, right? It's like they literally had the full day, right? It's until because I was yes. looking. Usually they adjourn around twelve fifteen a.m. the next day, so it's it's like the full day, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I remember eleven fifty nine, right? Yeah. yeah. In yeah. either nineteen, well, so I don't really remember this, but I remember my dad telling me about this because <laughs> I was alive but very small uh, in nineteen eighty eight or. 89 when when the state of illinois passed funding for the white Sox uh stadium it was it was something like uh uh they they unplugged the clock in the state assembly <laughs> for, for like two or three hours <laughs> like, yeah it happened we got it done by 12 o'clock yeah so, so who knows you know i mean i think i i wouldn't be surprised if we still don't know by midnight but yeah, it feels like special session, but at the same time, weren't there reports a week ago, two weeks ago, that if it went to special session that they wouldn't talk about the A's bill? Does that still hold true? Who knows? Everything's fluid. Everything's wild. And also, if uh, something does happen, it would not be the first time that I get bumped in like the last month. So I get it. It's fine. CNN bumped me. It, it, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> I do remember that. CNN bumped wild. you? What, what yeah. is that CNN bumping? No, no, no. That, that's not the amazing part. The amazing part is that CNN wanted me on their on their airwaves. That's the amazing part. The, the bumping, yeah, that happens. <laughs> oh, was that because of uh, uh, Kype? Yeah, it was because of Kype. Yeah, uh, they saw that. They reached out through every channel that I have: LinkedIn, text, email. <laughs> uh, they called. It was wild. I was like, guys, how's it? And then I was like, sure, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. I, my kid was taking a nap, and so I took a nap with him. So in the hour that they tried to contact me, I was asleep. Uh, and then I was like, yeah, this seems real. I guess I'll go do that. And then I was setting up, and they are like, hey, there's been a there's an active shooter, so we're going to cancel on you. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So that was that, was that day. 
Jesus. Well, yes. that's like 2023 is not a normal year. <laughs> yeah, you know? It is not. Um, well, I, I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. So what is it? June? I mean, technically, yeah, June 5th, but um, I don't know. So do you guys, do you guys have much details on this special session, how that works? Like how long it'd be like, I, I was looking at previous I mean, ones. They're like a week to 10 days or something like that. You know, like I'm not really, it could be, I think it could be, they could just start it up next week or something. Yeah. It could be in October. Uh, you know, so um, I think, I think we just don't know. Um, and for most people listening to the podcast, they'll probably <laughs> know by then, but we don't know right now. And uh, I have to get this out ASAP. I have to get this out by like four o'clock. So nothing had changed. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it, it seems as though like once they have all the things that they want to vote on figured out that they can go ahead and do everything like all because they don't want to like call a special session and then call another special session. They just want to knock it all out at one time kind of thing. So that, that's what I think is going on here. My hope and I have talked about this on the Lockdown A show, I think yesterday. Uh, but my hope is that if it doesn't get passed or, you know, voted on today, that it doesn't happen by next Tuesday when we got the reverse boycott happening because that that I want the hope to still be there because it'll be a rowdy crowd if uh, if they have not already signed the the papers to go to Vegas. Yeah, yeah. I think that's right, dude. How? What's up with? Uh, also, we should talk about that. It's pretty amazing what's happening with all these sell shirts and um, you know the movement you started with uh, the Oakland 68s have organized. Um, what what's the latest tally on how many how much money you guys have raised? How many shirts? I mean. It's- it's crazy. So, um, you know, um, the guys at the 68s, especially uh, Jorge Leon, he I think he had uh, connections with the with Oaklandish. Yeah. Oaklandish, you know, is just as mad as everybody else is about yeah. this. And so they just they were they wanted to know if they could do something. And so they they decided they were going to print, you know, they're going to do some printing of shirts. And they did that right, right, you know, a month ago, right? Like the first time that the first in, in stadium. Yeah, in yeah, stadium. Yeah. So so they gave, I think they gave the 68s a box or two of their shirts. And I at they they told the 68s that it costs them, you know, X, I think about five bucks or so to to print a to print. It's you know, it's a bare bone shirt. Yeah. You know, I think they're doing it at cost or whatever. And um, you know, so they said, Well, we'll print a few more for you for the June 13th game. <laughs> you know, if you want to throw us any any money, we can print on top of that. And, uh, uh, I pushed, I, I told Jorge, I was like, I was like, ask them if we just, if we end up, you know, if we end up, uh, just getting like a few thousand dollars, like, can they handle that? And he's like, yeah, they said they can handle whatever. So it's like, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> it's like, that's <laughs> let's a challenge. Like, yeah, <laughs> let's do this. I mean, what's so exciting about it is it's like, it's the, it's a fan. It's like a stadium giveaway, but it's organized and funded by fans. So, so, you know, people have been, you know, on the website, it says, you know, $5 a shirt. So people have been donating $5. They've been donating $50. They've been donating a hundred dollars. We had one guy donated uh, 500 bucks. Uh, and so from all over the world too, right? Like, like, like Norway, Norway Australia. just do one. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Italy. People, yeah, people in Australia. Actually, I, there's somebody who I mailed a, 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 a Hal card to in the past. He then reached out and he was like, 
he lives in Melbourne, but he's from the Bay Area. And he had reached out like last month and was like, so is this January 13th thing for real? And I was like, yeah. He's like, okay. June, right? June, thir- June 13th, right? Yeah, yeah. June 13th. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> they booked a flight. So, I mean, yeah. you know, people have just, people have really... Um, I was talking to my family, all, my all five, like all my brother, my sister, my dad, uh, they're all going and they, they maybe been in one or two games all year. So I don't know. I think uh, there might be some of them. I mean, it's only, you know, I, I'm in a pretty A's bubble, but uh, I feel yeah. like there's some <laughs> momentum, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, they wrote us, they wrote about it in the uh, Chronicle yesterday. So um, <laughs> they, I gave an interview with somebody from the, the New York post <laughs> I saw, I saw that. that. I was like, I'm, I'm gonna tailor my message for the New York Post. So I was like, I, I was like, you know, sometimes when you give an interview, there's like, there's a couple quotes that you think like, oh, they'll probably use this one. And I was like, I was like, you know, the thing that the New York Post readers need to understand is, <laughs> is that John Fisher is like, if baseball didn't die in Oakland. John Fisher murdered it. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. It was and that was it, right? That, that was your there. that was your only quote, right? It was like that. I was like, there was a few more quotes later, uh, but that was uh, definitely okay. the first one. That was like, the punchy one. I was like, oh shit, there's Hal, dude. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I sent him some pictures. I sent him some pictures about like, because he's like, well, he's like, why is the why is the costume so bad? I was like, I'll just send you some pictures. So I sent him some pictures of like the cats and uh whenever they like whenever some of those seats break and they replace it with folding chairs and stuff <laughs> it's like I, you know just people need to know people need to know that uh the fans it's the fans it's not like the fans you know but i mean and I, I saw the diagram so it's gonna be a lot b right so like lot b before the game there's gonna be a big party and people are getting uh giving all the shirts out there there's gonna be live music food taco yep. truck or whatever or i don't know about taco truck but there's gonna be tacos <laughs> <I don't know>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah sure absolutely i think you know there'll be other stuff in the other lot so uh definitely to pick up your sh- to pick up a shirt try and go to that place at lot b although i think at some point we're going to be calling out for uh for um uh for volunteers to like help us pass out shirts in other parts you know to make sure people in lot a get some it's gonna be cool just to see them all get handed out and spread like it's just gonna be a wild atmosphere man i I will be at this game documenting it'll be fun yeah it will be i think um the other thing we got is is we created little cards that you know so little tiny signs for everybody but on the back of the card it has like some directions on what to cheer when and stuff just Ooh. to make sure that we like just to make sure that we start off every inning solidarity loud yeah, uh, yeah just loud like yeah. i want the people i want the tv cameras to hear i want it to be unmistakable you know like <laughs> i'm just imagining the the john boy clip where it's just <laughs> on twitter where it's just like just listen to these ace fans <laughs> all yell sell the team at once you know so that's what i'm going for Dude, uh, that's yeah, that's awesome. Well, I Jason, I wanted, I mean, if people don't know by now, uh, I think Jason probably covers the team. I mean, there's like no B writers anymore. You're you're basically the yeah, you're a B writer. I, I mean, wouldn't say that I'm a beat writer. Though. I'm like, like three games at a homestand, so I'm at like half the games yeah. for a homestand, and then not on the road at all. So you're a down. I guess three games less than like Kawahara. I guess is how I. Phrase <laughs> I mean, yeah, he can't. Yeah, he can't. He's not even going on the road. But you're also yeah. doing like three podcasts a week. Like you're like probably the most dedicated, like day on. I just want to say congrat. Like, 
thanks for all your coverage, dude. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I try. I, I feel like I am still trying to figure out what I'm doing. Like, I, I just got the press access this year for the writing stuff, and I'm like, I'm trying to figure out, like, what my role is now. Because before, it was like speculation and all this, and now I'm like, well, the team might move, so the on-the-field doesn't necessarily matter as much anymore, and that's kind of what I like to talk about. So I'm still trying to find, like, my voice in this new capacity, and uh, it feels like I'm struggling. So that that means a lot. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah. So uh, for maybe the one person, uh, you know, who might listen to our podcast, but has never listened to Lockdown A's, uh, we should we should say, Jason, you you are the host of uh, Lockdown A's, which yes. which is uh, sometimes it's daily. Uh, is it? Is it? Sometimes home? it is. Yes. I, as we but, talked about before, I got the, the kid. And so uh, it's supposed to be five days a week. It's a lot, but it's a lot. It's a it's lot. Like, it's yeah. a lot of I would say by far. You know, when I first started, um, when I first started following the A's and I wasn't really into uh, A's cast, partly because it just feels like listening to government radio, you know, uh, <laughs> it's on all the time. And I'm like, I I, I want to find like the couple of tidbits that I want to do. Yeah. It's not necessarily my thing, I think. Yeah. And so and also yeah. so, it's another app that I got to, you know, have. And, uh, well, I, I found I found uh, Lockdown A's right away and I've been listening to it for a long time. So it's 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 a great podcast. <laughs> uh, and and yeah, so so tell us more how you ended up with uh, with field, with stadium, with press box, press box ac access. Oh, boy. Uh, I mean, really what happened was uh Somebody at Locked On A's, what I think our Mariners host, uh, had gotten uh, had started writing for the site Fan Nation, which is like directly below Sports Illustrated. So they're you know, credentialed media is this. So that's I'm technically I've been introduced by other people in the A's media relations as Jason Burke from SI, and I'm like. I mean, sure, if you're going to say it, then that's what we're going with. I was going to keep saying Fan Nation, but well, sure, that's great on for the, me. On the media clips, it always says Sports Illustrated by Jason Burke. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You're official, dude. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is it's why sports. I think that like CNN was like, hey, yeah, let's talk to this guy. He knows what he's talking about. He's oh, not just he's some Illustrated. guy that wears a... <laughs> uh, so basically, uh, last year, around this time or so, I would guess, uh, our Mariners host had picked up a job over there and then I was like, oh, that sounds kind of cool. I'm intrigued by that. And I had my my day job that I was doing as well. And uh, so the timing wasn't quite right. I didn't know that I'd have enough time. And then I got fired from that job. Um, and then I was like, hey, can I can I go do this, this writing gig? And so that turned into what I do full time now, which is kind of a happy accident. And amazing, I got dude. press access this year. And uh, so that's that's how that happened. And now, you know, with press access, press access i got to ask all of my questions that i had from last season uh, at the beginning of this year and now i'm like does anybody want to talk about like how bad things are I don't, that's not like what i want to talk about so it it's rough because i've always been like i've branded myself i guess as like the optimistic guy because i just want to be happy about watching a's baseball and yeah. get people excited about a's baseball and uh there's not a lot to be excited about these days so i'm trying to find those those little tiny stories that I can either write about or talk about, um, and so that's kind of what I'm doing now. It's fun. So so Alex, you have you have press access uh, a couple places, not the A's though. Uh, but... Actually, I covered my I just covered a game. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was just there last week, and I, I'll be there in like next week as well. But I'll okay, be cool. I'll be covering. Where are you going? The... 
I'll be covering the Phillies. I think I'm covering the Phillies when they're in town. Are you that? covering four? I think I'm half. going to the Friday one on that for that series. But but yeah, I, I filled in for Martine uh, last week. Actually, yeah. 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 So okay, so for so maybe Alex knows all about what it's like. I don't know what it's like, especially to be, you know, uh, to not be a necessarily traditional media guy. You know, somebody Jason that you're just doing your YouTube and your podcast, and all of a sudden. Uh, now you get to be credentialed media at, at ACE games. Like, okay, obviously this season, a uh, bit of a stinker, but, yeah. but like, that's still gotta be pretty cool. What's, what's it like? What's the cool, what's the cool parts? It It's fun. I in, still enjoy it. I still like being there, uh, coming up with like things that are fun to talk about or harder. Um, I'm still like with, uh, you got Martin Gallegos, he's the MLB.com beat writer. You got Matt Kawahara, the Chronicle beat writer. They're there basically every day. Those two guys will be there every day. And then sometimes you got like the Associated Press or some other people from uh, also Jessica Kleinschmitz. Yeah, she's there every home there game. as well. Yeah. yeah. Games, yeah, yeah. Um, so they're, th- those three are usually there. And then I'm there. And so basically th- this is kind of behind the curtain, I guess, but it's not like, ah, I shouldn't say this. Uh, but like for the the post game stuff, or even like the pre game with Mark Katze, both the post and pre with uh, Katze, there's basically like an order that you go in. And Matt Kawahara gets to ask his questions first, and so I am like at least fourth, if not fifth, in that line because uh, we also got Manolo, the Spanish language broadcaster, who is before me because he's been there forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I have to come up with like my questions that are like. <laughs> hey, so what do you think about like the third reliever out of the bullpen today? <laughs> and uh, I, I, I think I told one of the media guys that I'm like, I have to be borderline stupid with my questions because I have to think of what they're going to ask. And then like the other eight or nine questions before they get to me. And so that's where I, I'm borderline like, why, why are we even talking about this every day? <laughs> and it's great. But sometimes I find jewels and it's it's fun. It makes me, it, it challenges me to dig a little bit deeper. And so that's the fun part right now of the press access is I get to ask the questions that I want to ask. Usually they do for me. Uh, and so I just sit there and I'm like, I got nothing. <laughs> it's pretty remarkable. I mean, it's, it's crazy how they find ways to I, they, like this past series was the perfect example. Like they got shut out. Right. And then they lost 12 to one. And then they were up five to one and they lost seven to five. Six, yeah, I think it was seven to five, right? Seven five, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, at this point, I, it's almost like, you, you know what you're getting on the field. So like, do you feel like the, the coverage, it, you have to almost like look off the field is more important at this point? Like, how do you, how do you balance your coverage? You know, like. Okay. Yeah. Uh, right now it's been mostly Vegas, but just because like the deadline's been approaching and. Uh, also, uh, that's not like a salaried job. It is a clicks job. So those are what's getting the clicks. If I wrote like a big expose on, you know, Lucas Ursaig or Hogan Harris and how I think they're, you know, pretty solid. Yeah. It might get a few hundred clicks, but it's not going to get like the, the Las Vegas thing where, you know, mm. something's happened. Anything happens in Las Vegas. Millions of clicks. <laughs> <laughs> billions. So, I heard it's billions. With yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. I'm kind of tailoring it to what people want to hear about right now. Uh, I'd love for, you know, if they end up staying somehow, I would love to start talking about the prospects again and some of that stuff and trying to get, you know, more interviews with those guys. But as of right now, I don't think that anybody necessarily cares about the on the field product because one, it's awful. 
Um, but by record, the, the guys are trying, and I feel bad for guys like Tony Kemp and like Kotze because Kotze, quick tangent, he seems to be doing the best that he can. And every day I feel he comes so in with a that. smile on his face <laughs> and he's like keeping guys upbeat. Dude. And yeah. it, it's a real testament to him. He, he does a great job. And I know that people might be mad at him and go like, ah, oh, they should be better. But Mark Kotze is trying his best. And so I, I commend him for that. Well, it's just an impossible job. I mean, what are you yeah. going to do? I mean, there's literally <laughs> nothing you can do. And then and, and the fact that the, you know, A's leadership doesn't take questions, you know, you know, Casey, you know, Casey goes there and say, hey, I can't talk to anybody. So I got to talk to more Katze. And then yeah. at this point, the Katze is like, you know, I don't even care. Like, we, we don't care about this stuff anymore. You know, it's beyond our control. I mean, it's taking so many twists and turns. And that's why I think, yeah, I really do think a special session, whatever the longest possible kick the can down the road scenario is, like, I think that's what's going to happen. You know? Okay, so here's a question that I got for you guys. If uh, There was a tweet from Las Vegas locally, I want to say, that I came out uh, a couple hours ago. Um, it said, the uh, Oakland Athletics $380 million Las Vegas Stadium subsidy has gone from done deal to maybe, according to two sources in the Nevada state government. And they're saying that one of the reasons is that it is way more unpopular among Nevada residents than they thought it would be. Um, so my, my question is basically if the A's were going to start negotiating with Oakland again, who gets that conversation started? Is it Mayor Shang Tao? Is it Dave Cavill pr- presumably instead of John Fisher? And like, how does that conversation go? Who has to make contact first for that to happen? I don't know if either of them would is the thing. I, I feel like right now, just the language that Shang Tao, the fact, I, I feel like she's probably, she's like left the door open. And, mm-hmm. and I think the onus is going to be on the A's to express interest to, to want to negotiate again. I mean, that's the read I get on it, but that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think, I think that it wouldn't hurt for Oakland to try and sell itself. Um, I don't know which direction they're going to sell themselves in. I think uh, I think that they may decide to sell themselves in a, uh, you know, trying to say, well, I mean, John Fisher's obviously a rube, uh, but <laughs> anybody else in charge over there or you want an expansion team, you know, we're ready to go, which, you know, I don't know, man. Like, I think, uh, I think, you, you, you know, I think that they might want to, you know, I, I don't know, you know, like as, 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 as Casey said, I think on Twitter that the only thing, you know, the only, the only sort of the, the view that he thinks is if it dies in Nevada or Las Vegas, then Fisher might have to sell, you know, and then Oakland is dealing with somebody else. I think that's probably, you know, the outcome we all want, but uh, I don't know. I don't know if a, yeah, yeah. a more likely outcome would be to, you know, kind of go back to John Fisher and Dave Cavill and say, you know, your special session isn't for, uh, you know, a few w- a while. I mean, the special session might be next week, you know, who knows, yeah. but like, but if it, it isn't for a while, then maybe, you know, maybe they can say, Hey, would you like to actually try and do that uh you know that that thing that we had agreed on um i don't know yeah who knows i think i think if you're an ace fan you're just rooting for chaos <laughs> <laughs> the, the the longer that it goes i mean the better it seems to be for the a's in oakland right now uh, is 
my take on it, I guess. Uh, I'm just hoping that they stay. And obviously the base, best case scenario is they stay and John Fisher is no longer the owner. That's the outcome that everybody's rooting for. Yeah. Uh, my wife questions all the time. She's like, do you want them to stay at this point? I'm like, yes, I just don't want John Fisher to be here. That's that's the ultimate goal. I will take John Fisher being the owner for a little while longer in order to eventually have him not be the owner, but still have my team here at the very least. And so that's kind of where I'm, I'm sitting right now with everything because there's a lot of thoughts that are always going on like what happens to my baseball fandom after this do i still like baseball i think so could i root for a different team i don't know um and so i've even played with the idea of actually trying to maybe even not like physically but watch them in vegas i don't know that i could but it that's where all my memories are is with this franchise and that's the connection so it I don't know. There's a lot of stuff going on that I got to figure out with, uh, you know, fandom and whatnot, because it's it's trickier than I think a lot of people are. You can't just turn it off, I think. And I didn't get practice with the Raiders because I wasn't a Raider. I'm not really a football fan. So where are you from? Are you from are you from around here? Yeah, yeah. I I grew up, I mean, mostly in Concord. I've been, you know, Benicia Vallejo and, you know, around a little bit. But Concord is like mostly home base for the majority of my my childhood. Um, and you know, I, I grew up a Niner fan just because the Raiders weren't here when I was growing up. Um, and then I just stopped liking football generally. So that's, that's how that went. <laughs> yeah. I, I was actually a Niners fan growing up. And then the Raiders had one year where they were eight and eight and the Niners went four and 12. I was like, ah, oh, I'm going to jump the bandwagon. And I, I've stuck, <laughs> but I, I was like 13. So, and I was like, oh, whatever, but I've, I've stayed, I've stuck with it. I think it was 98. I want to say it was 98. Maybe I was like 11. So that's <laughs> Um, no, I've definitely done that where uh, I think there was one year, uh, 10, 15 years ago, where I was like, oh, I'm going to root for the Raiders this year. Why not? And then it was fun. And I don't think they made the playoffs. Uh, so it didn't really matter, but I had fun doing it. And then I was like, all right, well, that was a good time. And then I just kind of stopped. I, I'll root for whoever. I, I root for good stories. I, I enjoyed watching like the, the playoffs and stuff, but s- Sunday to Sunday, eh, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm just... Uh... Yeah, I mean, I mean, well, you mentioned the the whole like you know having the A stay in Oakland, but John Fisher leave. It just makes me think about the Washington Commanders. Like once Daniel Snyder announced he was selling the team, it was like within the next week they sold like the whole next season, all the suites were sold out. So it's like, you know, it could happen, you know. And then I, the yeah. I, when I lived in in D.C. for about five years, and the amount of hate that that. Uh, that uh, Washington football slash Redskins slash Commanders, I guess it was the Redskins. The amount of hate that those fans had for Dan Snyder was... Is it the same? It was impressive. It, they just <laughs> so much. On Fisher or Dan Snyder, who, who, who's getting more hate? Well, you know, John uh, Dan Snyder didn't take his team out of the area, but... Uh, yeah. But my favorite, my favorite uh, uh, Dan Snyder... Uh, fact was that he so he owned a home in Virginia that was like on a bluff uh, overlooking the Potomac River Uh, but the bluff you know was like part of the Potomac River you know national scenic area or something Uh, so but he's at the top of it and then the trees like you know out just across his property line are these really big old trees that are blocking his view of the river uh, so he just he he looked up how much what the fine would be for destroying trees in the national like scenic area, and it was like you know it was like a 
It was like a misdemeanor and like a five thousand dollar fine. He's like, heck yeah, cut them all down. <laughs> he just said screw it. He's oh, like, yeah, like I can, five thousand dollars a tree. That's no problem. <laughs> that's wild. Uh, so who what's what's getting you excited about the team these days? I mean, it's not much. I mean, I think as we're recording this, they're what twelve and forty eight, I believe. Is that's that right? about right? Yeah, I think. Yeah. Uh, I, I keep track of the win total, the the loss total. It's a lot. I don't know. I I just love uh, Q Q Cortez on Twitter. He makes all these funny gifts and images. He just made one that had like picture frames, and he would take the image of the final score <laughs> graphic and like put it on a wall. Like you're framing every win <laughs> on a wall. And I was like, this is actually a perfect explanation of. I mean, you probably won't even fill up the whole wall. You know, he'll probably just have like a quarter wall, and then. Yeah, but you know, what I re- I realized today is I've been to four. So I think I've been to four games this season. Dude, and- summer pass. I was at that same game. Hey, you didn't yeah, text so me I started, back. I started using the summer pass, <laughs> uh, but I've been to I think four games this year, uh, and the A's have won three of them. So, <laughs> hey, uh, I've been. They're not quite five hundred when I go. Yeah. But they're they're not a bad team when I go. They're always in games. I, I think the only <laughs> blowout that we had was Fuji's first start of the season. I think they, that was – other than that, they've been, like, in games. That they might lose it late, but they're, like, in these games. And so that's been fun for me, and uh, I really think that they should employ me and um, take me places. Because I'm <laughs> magic. <laughs> I mean, aren't you surprised? I mean, I was only there for one game, but the mood was light before the game. They were just, like, shooting the hoops in that little – pre in that little their little locker room hoops. oh was it a kemp and love lady shooting hoops uh it was actually it was nick allen he was doing he was just messing around like jokic like shooting from back here but he was actually making them and everybody's like oh shit Uh, yeah he was he was killing it um but i was surprised like i'm obviously after the game it's a graveyard in there but like uh, before the game it's like hey they're still they're still making the most of the situation you know yeah they're they usually have a good time beforehand and like when uh ken rosenthal well, uh, came uh, for the Cubs series back in April. He was like, oh, I've never seen a more depressing clubhouse. And I was like, I've only been doing this for a couple of weeks, but it seemed like they were having an okay time. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take Jason's uh, report. Screw Ken Rosenthal. I'll take Jason but, Jason Burke's report. Yeah, yeah I was like, yeah, I don't know. It, it seemed like they – and I, it's gotten a little bit more – somber of late where people are like, ah, eh, you know, they kind of are keeping more to themselves, but there's been times like in April where there's like a big loss or something like that. And then, you know, you, you saw guys like, uh, I think Trevor may uh, before he went on the IL uh, was like, Hey, let's go play basketball. You guys, Let, let's go do this. And they were like, some of the veterans were like growling some of the younger guys and like, Let, let's go get spirits up and stuff. You're seeing a little bit less of that just generally now, but uh, there, there's some stuff like that. I'm like, oh, that, that's pretty cool um, where they're they're trying. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, yeah, it's, it's weird really... that the one weird thing was why why couldn't they trade Aguilar? I know that uh, he only had a couple of hits in the month of May, but he'd been <laughs> hitting lefties. He, they could have gotten like something free. He also went unclaimed, but yeah, I was going to say he went on waivers. I was going to say he just cleared waivers. So maybe literally nobody wants, I mean, that might, I wonder if that's it for the guy. I mean, but, but he was good for the lock. Like he was good for the clubhouse. It's like, it's like, dude, I mean, you know, at least keep a smile in there, you know, if, uh, you know, nobody's, I mean, you know, Tony Kemp sitting like 140, 150, like it's, <laughs> 
sure. You know, I feel rough. so bad for Tony. Yeah. I, I want him to succeed so much. And like before, I was like, yeah, Tony kept school. And now no, I'm like, no, I, I'm like becoming no. like a, a, a TK stan. Right. I want him to succeed so badly. Um, I introduced I myself. I was to... like, hey, dude, uh, Ricky Anderson, a podcast. Thanks for all your retweets. He was, he was <laughs> like, oh, good people, good people. <laughs> yeah. uh, I've been not like scared to talk to him, but I'm like, I got nothing like of substance to talk to him about right now. So we've talked like a little bit, but, you know, and also post games and stuff. But I'm like, no, I, this next homestand, I, I have my in. We're going to talk about kids. We're going to do a Father's Day post because, yeah. uh, you know, like uh, Seth Brown's a new dad. Tony Kemp's got another one on the way. Uh, I believe that his daughter and my son have the same birthday. Oh. Uh, so we'll talk about that. And I, knowing what, how my son is, I could see it being harder to play baseball um, with a child that exact age uh, because it's it's a lot. So, yeah. I, but I don't know like how to phrase that question without making it seem like he's blaming the kid for struggles. So, <laughs> I don't know. So, so I've stayed away from it for now. So, Tony, uh, since yeah. your kid's been born, your biotic average has dropped uh, for typically. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, what's up with that, man? Um, <laughs> yeah. And then, like, Sam Mole's got a, a kid, too. Um, and, yeah, it, and there's some guys with young kids, and those are the guys that I want to talk to because we're all new dads, and uh, that would be fun. I think that'd be something that I can relate to, and I think that it should be a good post, hopefully. So uh, look, watch out for that. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Coming in hot, coming in hot. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, yes, like what I'm excited about now, not a lot. Mm. Um, I, I'm hoping for wins or like guys that are doing well in short bursts because then I can get excited about some stuff. But at the same time, like the fan in me is, are these guys going to be around like in Oakland? Are they not even like on the, t- are they, not even, are they going to get traded? Are they going to be a team that I root for? in a couple of years i don't know and so it's kind of rough in that regard but like ryan nota he's delightful he is just a a great person i enjoy him a lot so root for ryan nota uh ruiz is fun he keeps to himself a little bit more but he's a good time um i I like watching him play um yeah there and jonah bride just got called up uh he remembered me from talking to him two years ago when he was in midland uh, that was fun. So we just talked about video games again, and that was a good time. <laughs> um, yeah, there, there's a bunch of just like good guys on this team, and so that's Paul what Blackburn's me... back too. Yeah, he's Paul really Blackburn's nice. back. Yeah. He, he was fun actually. I referenced the video that you shot uh, yeah. the next day when I went to the ballpark, and uh, I was like, "Hey, so yeah, you were talking about uh, you know Las Vegas and blah blah blah. What about these things?" <laughs> no, so he was those... great. Yeah, because he, I mean, uh, I didn't get the full thing. He was saying, you know, people are excited in Vegas, but like, obviously, I want him to stay here, you know? So, yeah. But, but no, Paul, yeah, Paul was, he was cool. Like, he's like, a, he's like the old man now, dude. It's weird. <laughs> it's like, yeah, he's like the, He's like the OG now, you know, and I don't know. It's just crazy. Yeah, like him and Seth Brown and TK are like the three guys, yeah. really. It, yeah, the whole bullpen's new. Yeah. It, but also, they don't Brent have that many Rooker's guys that have been there. Yeah. yeah. And Br- Brent Rooker's like come back down to earth. Um, yeah. I read, yeah. I, I read Matt Kawahara's story. I guess like, he used to be killing sliders. Now people aren't throwing him sliders or something like that. Or, They're throwing know. him heaters now. Yeah. And uh, that's weird. I'm like, he was hitting heaters just fine before, but, but now yeah, he's if you, not. 
if you look at his baseball savannah, it seems like he's still the best against the fastball. So I don't know what's going yeah. on, but it's just, I think the book is out, you know, it's like, it takes <laughs> a while. And then once they figure it out, it's like, Oh, you got a whole new hitter, you know? Yeah. Blood day was, uh, he came up and was just, you know, scorched earth. He was doing great. And then, uh, they just stopped throwing him fastballs as much. And he has not, he, he doesn't have a hit off of an off speed pitch so far. He's got like five off of breaking balls and all of his hits are on fastballs, but he's just getting them less now. So um, I'm hoping for better from him because I'd like to see him do well. I think that he's kind of the replacement for Seth Brown whenever he gets moved. Um, but we'll, we'll see what happens with that, I guess. Yeah. Who who do you think will be the A's uh, All Star? Okay, so that could be a few people, but I I saw I think it was uh, Mike Petriello uh, of Savant. He he put out that it was going to be Brent Rooker as like the DH candidate. It'd be like Shohei or I think Jordan and Rooker would be the two guys. If Rooker keeps going how he's been since the start of May. I don't know that he's going to be the all-star. I, yeah. For me, I think that the guy that I would have the most faith in being the all-star would probably be Ryan Noda. I think he's third in Fangraphs or among third basemen in the AL, which on merit, he could be that guy. Just like a third first baseman who can also play the outfield or something. Um, we'll see if he can get a little bit better, but he's been really good. He's been, I think, the A's best hitter this year overall. Uh, I'd have to check on Rooker's current stats, but yeah, Noda has been solid overall. And, you know, I'd like to see Ruiz, but um, I don't know that he's quite there yet overall. Um, and the they pitchers, might be able to just sell him as like, you know, Oh, this is baseball's leading stolen base guy. This is why yeah. he's in the game. You know, I don't know. They, they could do that and just have him be like a pinch runner or something like that. That'd be, that'd be fun too. <laughs> <laughs> have him so, steal three bases. So just every, every <laughs> time. Yeah. And representing the A's, the pinch runner. <laughs> Your hey, be... catcher from the <laughs> Oakland question mark athletics. <laughs> Oh, that'll be fun to keep an eye on for uh, the All-Star game is do they Dude. say the name of the city? <laughs> you need to start a fund to get Hal up to Seattle. Hal, you just got to start vending hot dogs up there and start uh, wearing a cell shirt, you know? Oh, you got to always... you got to be on there. Yeah. I I, I used to talk to other vendors uh, about how I was always like we should the the vendors at the All-Star game should be from all 30 <laughs> like, that would be great it'd be like, like someone... every every like june yes. for your favorite vendor uh each stadium votes for their favorite vendor um, <laughs> you know actually they they sort of did this it wasn't for the all-star game but they they did this once i believe in 2006 or 2007 when i was at uh when i was with white Sox, uh and so i wasn't able to uh, participate in it because i either Either if I was, I was like just 21 and because I was on the, you know, the, the union seniority list, I'd never get beer. So it was only for beer vendors because they did it. Uh, Miller Lite did it. And for like an entire month, um, beer vendors wore a, a button that had a number on it and you could text a number, you know, text your favorite beer vendor. Uh, and uh, at the end of the month, the beer vendor with the most uh, votes got to throw out the first pitch. Uh, <laughs> and, and they had, and it was a, it was a bobblehead giveaway as well. So, uh, so, 
this is uh this Miller Light, this White Sox Miller Light. <laughs> they gave this out to the first, you know, twenty five thousand fans. So, uh, oh, I was gonna say, awesome. were you a were you a beer vendor who won? I was like, did you win? No, win no, so I was in this. Was still, I was still, you know, I was still, I was still, uh, you know, on uh, on on rookie contract, you know, ah, okay. <laughs> pre arbitration. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, um, I have a question for you. How yeah. uh, back in like, I, I I don't know if they were still there or not, but yeah. we had season tickets in like 2014, yeah. and there was an iced tea guy and a corn dog guy. The iced tea guy. Every step that he would go up and go, ice tea, ice tea, ice tea. Do you know who that is? No. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then there was also a corn dog guy who would go, corn dog. And it was really <laughs> funny. And uh, I, I, I liked them. And I kind of want to see them go to the all star game too. <laughs> the corn dog is like, the corn dog guys were like a completely separate uh, group. Uh, uh <laughs> it's like clicks within the vendor. <laughs> it's a different it's company. Like so the guy, you know, it used to be you used spice. to get the corn dogs and like the other like fried things out in the corners, the two <laughs> corners of the outfield, but they don't that doesn't run anymore. So like that company's just gone because there's no money at the Coliseum anymore. Dude, but it's weird. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So like the corn dog guys were like a separate, separate guys. They just they just okay. those guys just did corn dogs. And they usually weren't very good vendors because uh, why would you just do corn dogs? Like get a better item. Uh, but like, I don't know how they got those. Like um, sometimes they'd be Juma kids. So like, this is, they do this all the time. I don't know if they still do it at Giants, but they'll have like at-risk youths uh, will be seat vendors. And they're so annoying because they don't know how to vend and they just like get in your way. And they, they don't, they, you know, like they have, huh. Uh, anyone want hot chocolate? I've never done this before. <laughs> like, get the hell out of my way. Like, I'm trying to make money here. Uh, okay, so I so, have a question. Can you yeah. rank the different vendors? Like, what what's the, the premier item? Is it hot dogs? Is it beer? beer? Beer, okay. And then from there, who who are, like, the next coolest kids? <laughs> oh, well... That's, I'm thinking everything is like the beat it video. I know this there. is so funny. There's like factions within the vending community. It, it's like absolutely, it like depends what stadium you're at. So, okay. like, so uh, you know, um, and it also depends the the day and the weather. Like it's so weather dependent. Like um, you can make. You, there's some days where when I was at Wrigley Field, where the bottled water guys would like make more than the beer guys. Cause it, you know, it was like, yeah. it, it was like 93 degrees back then. I think like a bottle of water was like, you know, two, like, you know, $2 or $3 or something. Mm -hmm. Uh, and so you, you would just, you would see these guys, these kids who had been better <laughs> for about three or four, four or five years. So they had enough seniority to get something that wasn't beer. Uh, and they would just they would walk out there with 72 bottles of water or, 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 you know, or a hundred <laughs> bottles of water. And they're just like shaking their bodies are shaking. Cause they got so much water and they're just literally just handing them out. So like, here's up. Cause that was six. Give me three times to give me 18 real quick. Uh, yeah, man. Those are, I can tell you the first day I ever vended. Uh, I, it was a Cubs game. It was again, a Cubs against the pirates. It was in March. And so I got the last thing. They, they, I was the last person who got a thing. And uh, so it was a March day in Chicago. So it was probably about 50 degrees with the wind blowing in at 20 miles per hour from the lake. 
and I was out there uh, selling ice cold Pepsi. Uh, <laughs> and so, I mean, I may have, I probably sold 12 or 13 Pepsis or something. <laughs> I was just like, I guess I'm at the ball game. This is pretty cool. Yay. <laughs> and I was so tired. I was so tired at the end of carrying all these Pepsis that I didn't sell. I mean, I must have sold like maybe like, you know, 30 or 40 Pepsis or something like not, but like, you know, I think I I probably made under tips and commission all included. I probably made under four. I like, probably made like $32 or something. Right. <laughs> and uh, I was so tired. I didn't like realize I could just ask for a drink, uh, you know, in the commissary. I drank one of the Pepsis. <laughs> of course, I, I bought a Pepsi. Oh, you paid for it. <laughs> oh, man. Well, oh, they better have awesome. a. They better have more vendors because like, dude, I, I was there. So I I got the A summer pass. I've been to like two yeah. or three of the games and yeah. uh, it's actually pretty sweet. I actually do like, it's pretty easy experience. Like the text thing's kind of annoying. You have to log in one time, but whatever. Yeah. Um, but uh, I noticed like the, the concessions are pretty much behind home plate and that's about that's it. it. They have that's a little it. bit. They have a more, you have a better chance down the right field line, but dude, the, down the left field line is pretty bare, like the nothing. whole way. Yeah. So there's nothing. They better set it up for the 13th. Like, like oh, what, they are, won't. what are you guys' expectations for the 13th? Like, are you guys expecting, like, for the reverse boycott? I mean, because I, I don't know if I'm, I'm in a bubble, you know, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, we're all sort of in that bubble. Yeah. So I, it, I don't it know. feels like everybody's going to the game. I don't know if there's going to be enough tickets. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I was looking at the the website and I, I actually asked the A's if uh, they could give me the, the number of tickets that they had sold. And they said, no, uh, that is not something they <laughs> have ever done or will ever do. So they, they, they said no on that one. Um, and so there's that. But I was looking at the, the website and just going like clicking through different sections. It looked like a lot of them were like roughly half sold. Which right. isn't terrible, but I, I think that I'm hoping for like slightly more, like three quarters sold in the sections and whatnot. But uh, hey, we'll see what happens. There's I'll still be happy. Left. I'll be happy with twelve, like twelve thousand. Yeah, because yeah. I mean, like honestly, on the Monday, yeah. The, yeah, the Monday there's going to be like, you know, I want to say because you know summers, you know, it's summer now, school's out. Yeah. Like I don't know, man. Like. There's gonna be like maybe five or six thousand. So uh you know, you yeah. double that five or six thousand people is a lot of people. Yeah. <laughs> well, especially if they're all wearing oh the same God. shirt, you know, they're all gonna be yeah. wearing the same shirt. Yeah. That's right. You know, I mean, it's what's really funny, especially last year when I was still vending, you know, and I'd I'd be at, at you know after the end of a homestand, I'd be at nine A's games, and you know, the most I'd ever seen was you know, like 11,000 people at that game. And then I turn on the, turn on the TV and see a Dodgers game and see, you know, 50,000 people there. And I'd be like, how do they even know each other? Like, how <laughs> <laughs> if there was 50,000 people at the A's game, I wouldn't be able to see all my regulars. I wouldn't be able to, this is, how, how, that, how would that even work? How would you even know everyone else in the, in the stadium? uh yeah that, that's the one thing that i've always liked about going to ace games is they don't sell out very often so you get to kind of walk around where whenever you want wherever you want it's great you don't gotta like yeah. plan much um it, it's, it's nice 
Yeah, I mean, mostly because they, they never like opened enough things for like, oh, yeah, we're going to go over here and it's going to take like a minute. No, it's going to take like three innings to get like a hot dog. I'm like, I'm just not going to eat then. It's fine. I want to watch the baseball game. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just looking at tickets now and like, yeah, you're right. It's like kind of it just looks like a normal you wouldn't you probably wouldn't be able to tell. It's like anything crazy is going on if you're just clicking through the sections. But it's like 14 bucks to get in that day. So, I mean, I mean, who knows, we'll man? It's, yeah. I'm just curious to see the visuals, and I'm sure, like you said, John Boy's going to be tweeting about it. Like, I think it's gonna it's it's gonna achieve its goal. I think no matter how many people are there, you know, yeah. it'll be. I mean, even with the fans that have been going to games on like a Tuesday night, like against the Atlanta last week, I think they had like five thousand. It wasn't a lot of people, yeah, but uh, it still sounded fairly loud. Like when there were like big moments happening in the game, you could. You could hear them. They were they were loud, and so I'm hoping that with like double that or triple that, uh, that it, it still makes a statement. So we'll we'll see. I, I'm hopeful that it's gonna at least make a statement. I don't care how many people are there. I just want to see the statement being made, and hopefully uh, it being covered with not a ha 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 look at the A's again. Um, this is why they're leaving. That's what I don't want to be the the takeaway here is. Uh, they they put this together over two months and this is all they could muster. How, and, you know, those national headlines that we're used to seeing. It seems like the, the national media is more on our side this time. And I want to keep that train going at least. Yeah, I, that's what I really hope from from uh, June 13th is is that is, you know, by sort of by actually show, you know, by showing by having people show up, by having like coordinated co- coordination with all the shirts and stuff, you know, it showed it'll it'll show uh it'll show people national media like okay there there are like people here that are being hurt or whatever so and the drummers are going to be there too the, the oh, they're going to be there yeah, yeah the the drums, they tweeted the that they're going to there they'll be there'll be some other fun stuff out in the outfield too i know the 68s are going to pull out all the stops um and i'm sure last dog bar is going to do something wild you know it's going to be yeah it's just <laughs> going to be crazy yeah um yeah. i might just actually watch the game from the bleachers or wherever get a better vantage point that way yeah i just want to be like I, in the middle of the action yeah i just kind of want to do a youtube video of like the whole handing out i just want to see all the shirt like just see the whole emotion of handing out of the shirt i think it's going to be a weird like a you have, yeah you absolutely should experience yeah. 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 yeah 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 all right well jason this was great this was awesome thank you so, <laughs> thank much, you so much yeah thanks for having me you guys yeah, make sure to follow Jason on his Locked On A's podcast and on Twitter, and also his Inside the A's coverage for Sports Illustrated. The man covers the team like few do. I'm, I'm putting. I mean, you're, it's you, Martin, and Matt, pretty much, dude. I mean, you guys are the, the people <laughs> who cover the team, dude. I mean, it's awesome. So, uh, make sure to follow him. And uh, all right, thanks a lot for your time, man. Yeah, no worries. Thank you so much for having me. I, I enjoy everything that you guys do as well.